Welcome to this week's Geeks and Gaijins. Do you want bears? We got bears for you. We got big bears, we got black bears, we got small bears, we got angry bears, and we got robot bears, and you can be a bear, and we can be a bear, and everybody's bears. Now it's bears all the way down, ladies and gentlemen. Join us at the Bear Shack. Geeksandgaijins.com slash Bear Shack. Thomas, this is This Week in Japan. This Week in Bears now, John. This Week in Bear Country, because there's nothing but bears here now. Welcome to This Week in Japan. I'm the Guardian John. I'm the Geek Tom. And according to the Geek Tom, everything is now bears. Everything is now bears. But also, you'll have to wait till the end of the podcast to talk about bears. Oh, look at that. It's a stinger for you guys. It's a cold open stinger. You have to stick around to find out what the heck I'm talking about. It's bears. Spoiler alert. Does also include monster robot wolves and also hibernating pods as well. Because of course it does. But the other things we have for you in this podcast in which we just give you all the local news from Japan because this country is too crazy for me to handle. (laughs) Welcome to John's venting hour. Well, venting 35 minutes. (laughs) once the edit's done sorry it takes us an hour to record and then john spends another three hours breaking it down so you don't have to hear him screaming Ah! (laughs) i think i missed that one well what we have before that is some updates on kometsu no yaiba because that is the world now Everyone keeps asking me if I've seen the movie. And I'm like, no, I haven't seen the movie because one, I can't get a ticket. And two, I don't (laughs) speak Japanese and there's no English subtitles. (laughs) The Japanese word for subtitles, by the way, is Jimaku. I'm kind of glad I learned now. (laughs) I feel like it's an important word to be able to use in conversation. And it is the biggest thing. Right now. Huge! Yes, and it's so huge we even have an update on the dirty crimes related to thefts of the Demon Slayer manga from last week. Ooh, (laughs) it's almost as if we're topical. And then we also have uh, my wonderful snack break, because I got a snack, I get hungry. This is Japan, the land of snacks. And then finally, as Thomas is so lovingly prepared. Bears! Yes bears but first all the money in the world that the bears don't have access to because it's now in cinema's hands yes so anyone who tuned into last week's episode will know that kimetsu no yaiba mugen train the movie the game has made all the money all the time in the first three days of it being released it's now been another seven count them seven days and we have a new statistic to just put into perspective that it keeps making money it's, it's not slowing down at all, folks. It's almost as if it's some kind of train. <laughs> Thanks, John. Back to the studio. It's currently sitting at above 10 billion yen in revenue, um, which is over a, a suite of movies you may have heard of, including Pirates of the Caribbean, Dead Man's Chest, Toy Story 4, and Lord of the Rings Return of the King. Only in Japan, by the way, guys. Well, this is over a hundred million dollars, but it is still currently like the 32nd or 31st highest grossing film in Japan of all time after 10 days. After 10 days. It has made the same amount of money as Spirited Away made in twice the time. So it is well on track to be rocketing up that leaderboard. (laughs) Tune in next time for the Kimetsu no Yaiba podcast. (laughs) <laughs> which is Don't all we talk us. about we now. will do it 
money. It's making all the money. Uh, it is planned to come out in the US sometime January next year with your Ego no Jimaku. Uh, but yes, so your English subtitles are prepped for next year, as well as the English dub as well. So that must be already in post-production. Whether that is going to come out properly gestures vaguely to the world around him. <laughs> uh, anyway, so yes, more Demon Slayer news because we're not done with the Demon Slayer podcast for this week. That onsen from last week, the Japanese bathhouse that had all its Demon Slayer stuff nicked, it did get it all back, but what it did get was also over 150 copies of the Demon Slayer stuff that it got nicked from just nice people donating stuff. So... They've decided they're going to somehow be even nicer by preparing a thank you gift for all the people who've sent donations to them. So this is something called Oakeshi, which is, it's a gift, basically, to say thank you. This is all the time in Japan. There's a gift for going somewhere. There's a gift you say for thanking someone for doing this. There's a gift you give to something for coming round to your house. So many gifts all the time. But this one is specifically local sake uh, with some Demon Slayer fan art drawn on it. I'm, I'm, I don't want to be... I don't want to knock them, because it's a lovely <laughs> gift, but the art looks like it was done by a ten-year-old. <laughs> it's done by the onsen owners themselves, right? Yeah, or maybe it was drawn by the people who donated the Demon Slayer things as well. So it might be I'm bad-mouthing even nicer people. Who knows? <laughs> There's no winning in this, John. You're on the bad side of the, the, uh, the niceness arms race here. Come on. But also included with this, as well as like some sweets and all that kind of stuff, is also two free passes to the onsen as well. <gasps> also, some people sent their Demon Slayer copies, but did not attach a return address, because obviously they didn't think that, you know, that they'd be sent something back, or include their name. The onsen is now asking for people who kindly sent them donations. If they sent it without a name or a return address, please tell us so we can send you stuff. <laughs> Thomas, now stop. This is not something to harass the onsen to claim that you sent them stuff to therefore get free tickets to the onsen. Ah, oh, man. I mean, I, I, it was a foolproof plan. I was sure that they wouldn't suspect that a guy named Tom, who somehow lives in England, is uh, has been sending them Demon Slayer copies. <laughs> in Japanese. Really, really needs tickets to a Japanese onsen in the next month or so. In Yamaguchi Prefecture. Is anywhere near you, John? <laughs> By any chance? About a five-hour drive, maybe? No, then. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's closer to me than Hokkaido, but so is Korea, so... Hmm. <laughs> Fair. But yes, I, I just thought that'd be a nice little update for everyone, because, yeah, you just... It's people being nice in this wonderful, wonderful world. However, there are some people being not very nice in this wonderful, wonderful world. Uh, I didn't think that through. Ha! Thomas, did you ever have a teacher in primary school or elementary school, for our American listeners, that you just really hated? I actually got really lucky. No, I didn't. I did. I'm not going to state their name. In our family, we prefix their last name by just calling them evil teacher name. <laughs> I can see that. Yeah, my family is petty. Not as petty as this. 
Oh no. There is a Japanese elementary teacher who was busted for hiding students' shoes and writing die on their belongings. Yes, die as in D-I-E, not to die clothing or not the Bart the. <laughs> God, why on earth would anyone do that, John? That doesn't sound like a sane human thing to do. What did these children do to him? Well, the thing is, the children did nothing. This is 38-year-old Kukichi Inoue, who is a teacher in Tokyo. He claims that the reason he did this was that he hated his co-workers. What? What? Apparently, the stress that came from working with his fellow teachers pushed him into committing these crimes. What? He's always no. the first teacher to arrive each morning. The other teachers don't do their jobs at all. And hiding the shoes was meant to be inconvenience for the teachers he hated. And the messages were also for the teachers, I guess? Well, the thing was, that he only stole right-footed shoes. Um, okay. Three of them were found in his locker... They apparently now can no longer be used. What does that mean? I don't know, and the Tokyo police do not give us any more information. That's a big question mark to raise there. What do you mean cannot be used? Did he tear them to shreds? To shreds, you say? He just ate them. <laughs> He's just like, nom, 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 nom. He was originally arrested because it was discovered that he'd written die on a student's disaster prevention hat. This is like the helmets you wear, like, during earthquake drills. That's horrible. And he'd also written your gross on another student's painting set. And therefore he was arrested for suspected vandalism. I mean, that's just childish. That's, that's just, this, this man is not of healthy mind. This man is a child. The elementary school students are more adults than he is. He might have been doing this for a long time, Thomas. He's been working at that school since April 2017, and during that time, over 100 items have been reported missing by students. So it's three right-footed shoes and a paint set and a disaster helmet that we know of. And it could be any number of other items he's stolen to get back at his co-workers. That he claims. Or he's just mental. That Yeah, that man should not be around children just at all. Even if we're going to believe that this is just between him and his co-workers, which seems unlikely, why would you bring the children into that? That's a horrible thing to do. That's so... Won't somebody please think of the children? For once, with with feeling. <laughs> Come on. But like, seriously, these are elementary school kids. Like, what the hell, man? And I say this as someone who works with, like, Japanese teenagers who are 16, 17, 18. They do dumb stuff. Sometimes my co-workers do dumb stuff. Sometimes I do dumb stuff. I don't end up nicking the students' belongings. God, it's so petty. Because I can just buy better stuff myself because i'm an adult and i do things healthily like spending too much money on online games <laughs> seriously what the hell 
What the hell, man? This seems to be a theme right now because there is more weird school theft news. Once again, note that I have not stolen anything from my school. (laughs) I am reporting on crimes in Japan. I have not done any that I know of. So, Thomas. No. When you think of a school. No. We're going to do a heist. We're going to do a heist on the school. Okay. What are we going to steal? What are we going to steal from the school? Expensive electronics, but it's a Japanese high school. So they probably don't have many of those. Electronics from a school regardless. It's like, oh, I really want that 10-year-old MacBook. (laughs) You're correct on that. Good point. I really need those editions of Adobe that are 15 years out of date. Whoa. Hey, you'd have to pay subscription for them. So that's, that's value for money right there. Actually, by that point, you're just making money. Um... Cars? Cars? Did you just say cars or cards? I mean, Pokemon cards are valuable, but I don't think they're that valuable. And they don't keep cars in school overnight, I don't think, so you're unlikely to get away with one of those. The kind of things that only a school have, like those special bits of stationery. Japan has some really cool label makers. Maybe you want the label making machine. Uh, Maybe they go old school and they're just there to steal the school trophy. Maybe it's a rival school. All those old trophies that are all, like, tin-plated. Probably less than the trophy case itself. It's not about the money, it's about sending a message. Although you raise a good point, they'd obviously steal the trophy case. Well, this Nagoya man has made a 4D chess move. He is (laughs) ten steps ahead of us. (laughs) He's been arrested for stealing piano covers. As in, like... The lids that go over the keys? These are the large cloths that you put over the whole piano oh. to stop them, like, getting dust on them. Uh, just the, oh, just the dust cover? So he just wants lo- big sheets of black cloth is what you're telling me. The thing is, these cloths are actually pretty valuable. Apparently, the man broke a glass window, entered the school and stole this large cloth, which is valued at about 7,000 yen, or about $66. So, they're Mm. not cheap. Now, this break-in originally happened in August of 2015. That's a while ago. However, it is one of four reported thefts of piano covers at that (laughs) school since 2014. And when the police were finally able to track down this man, and they made the arrest this month... Oh! When they searched his apartment, he had a stash of not one, not two, not three, not four, but seven. Count them, seven piano covers. (laughs) He just had them after five years? He hadn't sold them or anything? Nope, he just had them. Yeah. Piano covers, you gotta have them. Apparently. This this is the thing. There is no reason. He's not stated a reason. The police have not speculated on a reason. We have no idea how the police found him with some kind of special piano cover sniffing dog. After five years? That's a cold case. Well, maybe he stole one recently. Maybe he came out of retirement for one last heist. (laughs) It was the seventh cover that got him. It's like if he'd stopped at six. I just speculate that he was like, yeah, you know, one day, I'm going to need these seven piano covers. One day, I'm going to buy seven pianos. And I'm going to need these covers 
for them. And the money I save on piano covers is what I can then put towards an actual piano. <laughs> yeah, there's a, that's, that's another one on the weird crimes pile for th- this week. Utter madness. Utter madness. Do you know what also is utter madness, Thomas? Carry on. Burgers with rice. Just like sprinkled on top, you know, with like your lettuce and tomatoes or... No, 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 no. I went to McDonald's on Friday night, as you do, <laughs> with the squad. Obviously. And I saw something new on Japan McDonald's, a burger set, and <gasps> I thought I would buy it. And it was proclaimed to be a Gohan burger. Now, Gohan is Japanese for rice, but Gohan can also mean, like, a meal. So the word for breakfast in Japanese is asagohan, literally morning rice. So I was like, is this like a special meal? Because the pictures made these kind of, it looked like a normal burger, but it had some kind of weird looking bun. I'm wondering, is it like a fried croquette bun or something? They come in three versions. There is the bacon vetis, which I had. There is the teriyaki one, or there is the chicken one. Huh, I don't know what I was expecting. (laughs) What the viewers can't see, it is essentially a normal burger, but instead of a bun, it has discs of rice. Yeah, it's just like golden brown sort of like rice patties on the top and bottom. What? Is this a thing? It's like the kind of rice you would have in an onigiri or a rice ball. And it's slightly sticky, but it's not, like, too sticky. You can still eat it like a normal burger. I mean, it would have to be some degree of sticky, because if it all just sort of collapsed in on itself as soon as you picked it up, it wouldn't be much of a burger. (laughs) You'd just suddenly have a bunch of mayo in your hands. You'd be like, ah. You can find pictures of these. I have started uploading some of them to the Gaijin John Instagram and the Facebook, which is Geeks and Gaijins. (laughs) you can find that yeah got a, got a props to the mcdonald's marketing team as ever because donna's just sent me what the burger actually looked like in real life <laughs> it's as you would expect a step down <laughs> it still tasted delicious though i also got for my chips or french fries a double cheeseburger powder which is like a powder sachet you can buy i think it was like 20 yen so you can cover your chips in cheeseburger powder they even supply a bag for it you put your chips and the powder in the bag and then you shake it up oh i didn't do that because i didn't realize there was a bag there and i just poured the sachet on my chips it still <laughs> tasted nice was it just beef and cheese flavoring pretty much ah, it was good I, that does sound good it tasted chemically but what more <laughs> could you want and of course as is law for all mcdonald's trips the milkshake machine was broken. Just had to put that out there. Just had to report it. I have my actual snack break right now because it (gasps) is winter. Everyone's starting to get colds. Everyone's like feeling down. So maybe you just want to sit back with a, a nice cup of something hot. Imagine that cup of something hot as a bar of chocolate. Uh, Coming mm. from the same people who brought you two cheeses chocolate Um, is honey and lemon chocolate. Where are we going with this? (laughs) What? What? Um, Okay. Honey and lemon. Not a bad idea. Your favourite throat soover is now chocolate. Oh. 
Uh, okay. Did, did, did you get Strepsils chocolate? I, I might have done. <laughs> it was on clearance as well. <laughs> it's totally within date, so I just think it wasn't selling. Mmm, I wonder. So no, this is crunky again. Crunky <laughs> chocolate. God, love it every time. They are well known for doing crazy chocolate bar flavours, including the two cheeses, which I said before, and hoji cha latte and just generally other ones. But no, this is honey and lemon. Ooh. Wow. <laughs> wow. You just sniffed it once. Yeah. That, through the wow. foil. That smells of sick days. <laughs> Are you regretting your decision? Yes, I'm regretting my decision to buy Lemsip chocolate. <laughs> oh God, no, that's terrible. Oh, just the thought of it. Oh, no. So, uh, you said the chips tasted like chemicals. I think I think you might be onto a, onto a streak here. It's white chocolate with a kind of... It looks, to be honest, very similar to the cheese chocolate. It's white chocolate because it's easy to flavour white chocolate. It has, like, crunchy, like, sections inside. Lovely. Oh, wow. <laughs> I will... <laughs> Just wow, I did not expect, I didn't expect like this strong a smell. It just looks like any white chocolate. But here we go. Itadakimasu. It tastes much better than it smells. Oh, thank God. <laughs> I'm not a huge fan of honey, mm. but it still tastes okay. You get that like proper aftertaste that you associate with honey. And there's a slight kind of citrusy bit to it, which I like citrusy white chocolate. I like citrus and chocolate. It's nice. And this goes with it. I think if I was a bigger fan of honey, I would enjoy this more. But yeah, it's a unique flavour of chocolate. I'll give it that. (laughs) No one else before now has considered, what if we take chocolate but make it taste like medicine? Well, I mean, didn't you as a kid just really love cowpole? (laughs) Yes. Now, Calpol-flavoured gummy bears. But yeah, I'm not going to eat it all now, but I, I give that a hoverfly out of ten. It's not as angry and hateful as a wasp. It's kind of okay, but it's in no way as useful as a bee. And not as cute as a bumblebee, either. I mean, what is as cute as a bumblebee, really? Nothing. Like top ten cutest things. They're all fat and fluffy and trying so hard. They are my spirit animal. <laughs> Speaking of fat and fluffy and trying so hard, John, what else have we got in store for this week's podcast? It's bears. Bears! I love how excited you are about this. It's bears, though. This is the thing. We were we were thinking about, oh, what should we do the podcast on yesterday? <laughs> we had no idea what we were doing. We had no and idea. suddenly... Bears. Ah, uh, <laughs> oh, callbacks. But yes, this is mostly due to an article from the Mainichi Daily News and generally the Japanese news for the last few months, because recently in Japan, there have been multiple bear attacks, including on the 19th, there was one that went into a shopping mall, there was one that went near an open-air bath, there was one that attacked a woman in a field. Apparently, in the fiscal year of 2019, because this is Japan, about 157 people were attacked uh, by around 6,285 bears, which were captured for causing general harm and nastiness that's a lot of bears 
Yeah, Japan has lots of bears, uh, mostly in Hokkaido, but also just generally on the main island. There are no bears in Kyushu, but it is... maybe people think that's wrong. However... <laughs> that's a secret bear. This fiscal year so far, there have been 3,000 bears captured as of August, and that's about halfway through. So we're en route for about the same amount of bears. It's a lot of bears, John. Apparently, this might be due to a poor harvest of acorns and nuts in the fiscal 2019. <laughs> Which I just love. There's a bear accountant somewhere. In the fiscal year of 2019, it seems we have a poor harvest of acorns. And of course, honey. I bet they love my honey chocolate. Oh, here I go mauling again. I mean, the, the last thing you want is a bunch of hangry bears on your hands, quite frankly. That's, that's never a good thing for anyone. Least of all the bears. This is the thing also, that these bears are apparently no longer afraid of humans. They have overcome their fear. They've been through an anime training montage. <laughs> they've been to therapy and they've grown. They no longer have their childhood trauma. Sadly for them and humans. Uh, <laughs> it's, it's probably, it was probably healthier if they stayed away. This is apparently because there are quite a lot of like large untended woodlands in Japan which are just kind of near, like, large population sectors, which is true. I live in a bit of Japan, there's, like, huge city, then random bit of massive forest, then bit of city again. I was like, that was strange. I Good it. thing there's no bears here. <laughs> just being watched. I wonder if he's got a picnic basket. <laughs> but apparently this has led to generations of bears that have come to live near humans, and therefore are just used to their sounds, and therefore like, well, if there's gonna be food, just gonna go through these humans. Make them all way downtown. Bears don't care. Honey badger don't care, but bears care even less, apparently, now. It's an old meme, sir, but it checks out. So they've been trying to tackle this. Mostly they say that if you do come in direct contact with a bear, now, I know I do go hiking occasionally in Japan. Generally, people will... There are not a lot of bears near me, but generally hikers have like little bear jingle jangles, little bells, their bear bells on their bags. So basically it warns bears you're coming because hopefully mm. the bear should be scared of those. Whether these bears will run away, I don't know. Maybe they'll just go, ooh, dinner. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I bring the bear spray. Apparently if you're about to get attacked, duck into the corner of a wall, a small dip in the land or a gutter to reduce the body area within the bear's reach. It is important especially to hide your neck and stomach. Mm. And you also need to be on guard until the snow falls on the plains. And the bears go back to the forest. I'm sorry, that's such a traditional... We must stay here till the snow has fallen on the plain, and the blue-spotted eagle has flown west for winter. <laughs> Have you ever heard the bear sleep when the snow falls down? Oh. But maybe, Thomas, you want to be a bear. I, I kind of do. Yeah, it sounds awesome. I get to sleep for like six months at a time. It's great. I thought you did that anyway. I mean, yes, but I'm legally allowed to do it if I'm a bear. That's how it works. Yes, those well-known bear laws that were brought in in 1854. If they have bear accountants, they have to have bear lawyers. That's just how it works, John. I don't make the bear rules. Just all the other bears just really hate the bear lawyers. <laughs> And the bear tax collectors. As well. It's just like a... Well, it seems this is a bad collection of acorns and nuts here, Mrs. Pooh. Yeah, but there was a bad collection this fiscal year. Oh, I don't know what I can tell you. 
no explanation about how bear society perfectly matches human society. It just happens. That's just the way things work, obviously. If you want to be part of bear society, you can hang in a special hammock. This is a way to hibernate in the woods in a private hammock tent. This is an article again from Sora News, and they're talking about basically these really comfy looking hanging hammocks. And these are a hibernation hammock package that you can get. You can like zip yourself up in these snowy woods, like surrounded by like hot blankets and pillows and just sit there with a book or sleep. And you can also get lunch from one of six nearby restaurants. So you can be all full of food and just in your warm, like, hanging bag, just looking out the snowy landscape. It's everything my dad promised camping would be. And this is in Nagano Prefecture. And I now really want to go there for Christmas just to go do this. <laughs> it is a tad expensive. Well, not say. so much because you do get lunch and each hammock can be used by up to two people at a time. And they're available for use between 11 a.m. and 3 p.m. But the hammocks cost around 2,200 yen to rent. That's about $22. And all reservations must be made through their website. And they can only be reserved until February 28th next year. So if we have any Nagano listeners, go hang out, be a bear. Spend your time and enjoy that food. Because, God, I want to go. They look so snuggly. <laughs> it's all right. We've cosplayed as bears. The yes. thing is, Japan is a land of technology. It is indeed, somehow. Ignore the sounds of fax machines behind me. I totally <laughs> didn't steal them from school with the piano covers as well. But some people have discovered a counter to the bear menace. And that <gasps> is monster wolves. Monster robot wolves. Yes, yeah, yeah, the, this is not as exciting as it sounds. I don't know! That, there's a robot wolf that's supposed to be like a scarecrow for bears. That's pretty hilarious. So it is a scarecrow for bears. A scare bear, if you would. And it has infrared sensors to detect when an animal draws near. It then has a swivelly head that looks like a wolf Halloween mask. <laughs> which has LED lights that light up. And it's terrifying. It's horrible. They have a fake little body and everything, and they're meant to startle the bears, because obviously this would startle me. This would startle a troop of marines, let alone a random bear. It's going to traumatise a small child. <laughs> I can guarantee it. Who is just on its way to the bear accountants to look over to see if it's got enough money to pay its bear rent this week. <laughs> but apparently it doesn't make just one sound. It has a library of about 60 different sounds. Gotta keep it fresh. So the bears don't get used to the wolf. You can't get used to the wolf. Because the thing is, they've been getting used to those human sounds. So now all we've got to do is hang around with the monster robot wolves. <sighs> Apparently these are already in about 62 communities in Japan. Oh, there's, there's lots of them then. <laughs> yep. Oh! I for one welcome our new monster wolf overlords. <laughs> they spent so much time thinking whether they could, they didn't stop to think whether they should. Well, the thing is, they don't have any moving legs. So, so far, I think I'll be fine. So they're guarding a very small area if they're just sort of standing there, menacingly. I think they're mostly to do with crops and basically to stop them coming into heavily populated areas. 
a true scare bear fashion there. Very nice. They are specifically at the moment in Hokkaido, which is the prefecture with the most bears. If you're going to test it anywhere, you might as well just throw it in deep end. See if they can get scared off by 62 wolves. I think I've stated this before, but the mascot for Hokkaido is Meronkuma. Literally, a bear with a melon for a head. Fantastic. Just And it's perfect. terrifying. It is everything you're terrified of. Just Google Meloncuma. I'm going to do Don't that do right it. now. You can't stop Don't. me. I'm oh, typing God. it in now. Meloncuma. It's going on my search history now. Just saying I warned you. Oh. <laughs> There is a great variety on cute to scary scale. I'd like to mix up that one particular vowel. That is terrifying. You're right. They they really went all in on the screaming bear aesthetic. Oh, okay. Well, in multiple ones, he has blood on his teeth. I, fantastic. Just I will never understand Japanese mascots. I've decided. <laughs> Not, not, not once will I understand this. I think that's quite a good slogan for our podcast. Not once <laughs> will I understand this. <laughs> so thank you for listening, everyone. You can, of course, find us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. We are Geeks and Gaijins, or The Gaijin John, on most of those things. So please leave us a review or send us an email at geeksandgaijins at gmail.com. That is an and the word and, not an anthosand. Though we are anthosands on some other things. We like to mix it up just to confuse people. Yeah. It's like, who wanted to be popular? (laughs) (laughs) I've never been popular in my life. Yeah, that's the way I like it. We also stream on Twitch occasionally. We try and do two times a week, but also the world happens. So bear with us. (laughs) <laughs> Bear with us. <laughs> yes. We are still making our way through Danganronpa 3, because why not? If you want to see Japanese high schoolers be murdered and us talk about it, it's a video game, guys. Don't get too stressed. <laughs> Thank you for listening to us talk about bears and other things. And uh, have, a, have a spooky Halloween, everybody. Yeah, this is our Halloween episode. It's got crime and bears. I think that's pretty good. That wolf is enough. The Halloween was the real bears. We met her along the way. Bye, everyone. What? What? See you next week in Japan. What?